from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary the people that you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel, for God is with us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Then I said, here I am. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. Here I am, I have, called, I have told the, uh, the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. See, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. I have not hidden your saving help within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. Here I am, I come to do your will. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. It is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifices and offerings you have not uh, desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book, See, 
God, I have come to do your will, O God. When Christ said, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, these are offered according to the law. Then he added, see, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of God became flesh and lived among us, and we saw his glory. Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
Dear friends, this is a wonderful day in the celebration of the Church's calendar. And uh, as I mentioned in beginning the Mass today, it is, of course, traditionally referred to as the Festival of the Annunciation, as in talking about the angel's appearance to Mary. But it can also quite rightly be referred to as the Annunciation of the Lord. In other words, the subject matter of the angel's announcement. Or, if you will, the incarnation of God into our midst. For from the very moment of this dialogue and Mary's ascent, her fiat, let it be done to me. Our salvation in Christ Jesus began to occur. I really do think there's something very fitting about this occurring in Lent and about it occurring right now in this long Lent that we are experiencing as God's people. Because what, after all, is incarnation? It is the taking on of the flesh. In virtue of God's chosen decision to take on our human flesh, to become one with us, we would never again be able to say, oh God, you're so remote from us, you don't care what happens to us, you're so different from us, some of which is in fact still true, but we would never again be able to use it as some kind of reproach against God, as some kind of declaration that God doesn't care, because he bridged that gap, that infinite gap, by the greatest miracle of all. He chose to become one and to share our flesh, and therefore to share our suffering flesh. And that, of course, is so important for us right now. We are identified with Jesus, who has identified himself completely with us in all things but sin, as we always say. But sin is not what makes one human. Sin is what makes one a great deal less than human. Jesus identifies with us in every other way, in every way that makes us truly human, including our limitation and our suffering. He has chosen to do this. You know, much is made in the Feast of the Annunciation of the obedience and the consent of Mary. Fair enough. It is well worth celebrating and rejoicing in. In fact, so many writers would say that in a very real sense, God chose that our salvation would be dependent, as it were, on Mary's obedience and on her yes. But at a prior level, our salvation was dependent on God's yes. And the obedience that was shown by the Son of God to his Father's will. When you look at our earlier readings and that whole reference to the psalm, you know, sacrifice and whole burnt offerings and all that, you have not asked of me, but rather, here am I. I come to do your will. Yes, Mary did say, here am I. But first, God said it. Here am I. Here am I, I come to do your will. And in coming to do the very will of his Father, 
as we're going to hear Jesus say more and more and more in these last days and weeks of Lent, he has brought about that intimate communion that we both long for and would never survive without. So today is a festival of immense importance as we celebrate that our God has said yes to us and has chosen to submit himself to obedience in order that we might be saved. Can our, yes, can our fiat let it be done? Can our obedience be any less? Now it is critically important to point out something else, and that is that under the patronage of Our Lady on the Festival of the Annunciation, this is the patronal feast of the Diocese of Hamilton. This is our feast, the feast of our bishop, the feast of all of our people in the Diocese of Hamilton. You know, there is a motto for the Diocese of Hamilton, and a coat of arms, I might add. This kind of thing isn't all that well known. The motto for the Diocese of Hamilton is the Latin words mater vivensium, in other words, the mother of all the living. Those words were first spoken of Eve, because that is effectively what the word Eve means. Adam named his wife Eve because Eve is a word meaning the mother of all the living. Tradition has held that Mary is the new Eve, reversing the sinfulness and disobedience of the original Eve and Adam by her willingness to be obedient. How wonderful that Mary is represented for our diocese as the mother of all who are living in the grace of the Spirit. And it's important at this time above all for us to remember that we remain united and strong as the people of the Diocese of Hamilton. There is another twist that you could make on Mater Vivensium, the mother of all the living. You could apply it to the church. The church is the mother of all the living, of all those who have been embraced by the new life that comes in baptism into Jesus Christ. And the church, traditionally referred to as mother, in an immense solicitude for all of her children, especially those who are suffering, is here right now. Without prejudice to the importance of being able to come to the church, which we do not doubt is so important and the absence of it so painful right now, without prejudice to the ability and the need to come to church, we must not forget that primarily we are the church and we are called to be living icons of Christ. We are called each in our own way, wherever we are and with whatever we have to give, to be ourselves a living fountain of grace for others. We don't do that on our own, obviously. We do it because the power of God, that living spring of eternal water that we've been talking about, is rising up within us. And we want to find ways right now especially through our unity in prayer, to be a living fount of grace right now.
don't forget that you and I are also called, as was Mary and as was done by the very Savior himself, to say, here am I, Lord. Let it be done to me according to your will. Here am I. Let me be your instrument for you to accomplish what you have in mind for the salvation of the world. May it be so, and in particular, on this wonderful day of festival, for our church, for our diocese, for our world. We hope that our podcasts have been inspiring. And now, our pastor, Father Martin, offers a few closing words. Lent is a time to deepen our faith through prayer, penitence, and charity. We pray that our readings and homilies help you to prepare to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at Easter. Just as we display ashes as a mark of our faith on Ash Wednesday, please share the readings and homilies with others by inviting them to our website where they can find them all day by day. What a great gift to present at the altar on Good Friday that you helped spread the good news of our salvation. And thank you for your prayers and support.